some of you will have got quite used to seeing Robin during the course of the vacancy. Um, and, and I, for one, was, was sharing earlier how, how I can see you know, the benefits of Robin's oversight of, of particularly the ministry team and the leadership team during the vacancy um, where, when I arrived and, and finding that actually... Yeah, you know, I, I almost wondered, you know, what the point of having a new minister was. I mean, I just, I just found myself thinking, you're doing such a good job, <laughs> and and Robin has been part of that story. <laughs> so, um, so actually, you know, it's it's really important um, that first of all, so that Robin can feel that you know he can move on to pastures new, that we mark um, the end of his time with us, but we do so in a way that celebrates his contribution to our life together. Um, and so in a few moments, we're going to pray um, for Robin and Elizabeth. Um, but I think Robin wants to share some words with us in the first instance. Thank you. It's been a great joy to share with you. Uh, I guess many of you who are in the congregation today haven't had too much contact with me, but I've certainly had quite a bit of contact, particularly with the ministry team and perhaps to a slightly lesser extent with the, uh, the church council. And my abiding um, uh, memory will be of what a wonderful bunch of people your leaders are. And I just want to, I mean, most of what I want to say today is just to uh, commend them to you. Um, Leaders are interesting people. They're just like us, but they have been called by God into a particular role within the church. The other thing, I mean, the other, there are two things, I suppose, which I want to share with you. And the other is, I guess some of us might react differently to this, but just sharing with you in worship. Uh, I haven't been here too many Sundays, but the Sundays I've been here, one of the greatest joys, not just of being with you all, but the kids. Isn't it lovely? And it was this morning, those four girls that were just dancing around. I don't know what was in their minds, but in, in their way, they were, they were just being free to praise God. And, you know, my hope and prayer is that we will nurture these little ones among us, that they will truly enter into the fullness of what God has for them, their beginning. And, and it's, it's such a joy. And I, I think Matthew was showing that. I sort of caught a sort of a buzz that he was getting as well, I think. Uh, I hope that's true. Yeah. Just just a joy. But back to your leaders. Um, at a recent ministry team meeting, I, I, it suddenly struck me uh, as, as I sat there with them all around. We sit around a table in the ark over there. And, uh, well, that's what, that's where it was done then. I think they meet at your house now, don't they? Yes, that's right, yeah. A bit spartan at times, sometimes too hot, sometimes too cold. <laughs> But, I, but it struck me that each one of those members of the, of the ministry team, and of course there are other leaders in the church, leaders of young people, leaders who take different responsibilities who don't necessarily meet in that group. Um, what a wonderful bunch of people they are. Each one of them committed to uh, serving the Lord where they are with their particular gifts and calling. And, and many, if not all of them, highly competent in what they do and how blessed you are to have people like that and then as we uh, welcome Matthew uh, well Matthew uh, Linda first and then Matthew uh, as part of that leadership group and I hope they see that as a a group leadership I'm I'm committed to a plurality of leadership in churches if at all possible 
uh, and I hope that's the way things will be here, but that's for you to work out among you. But, uh, but as, I, as, I, as I reflect upon all that, um, a number of thoughts from the last chapter of the book of Hebrews came to mind. I just want to share those with you. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7 says, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And that puts quite a, quite a load on leaders, doesn't it, to, to actually be able to do that, to be people who can be imitated, uh, models of faith and the Christian life. Uh, and then in verse 17, he says, Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. <coughs> Have confidence in your leaders. Leaders are, as I said earlier, just like us. They're no different in many respects. They are forgiven sinners, just like you and me. And they're fallible. And so often we, you know, I come across situations in churches or I hear of situations in churches where the leaders make mistakes and people just want to get rid of them. But no, God has placed them there and we must have that respect, uh, their status and authority for them. And we must support them even in their weakness so that the whole body of Christ moves forward. And then finally in verse 24 of Hebrews 13, he says, greet your leaders and all God's people. Pray for them. Remember them, have confidence, do what they suggest, not in an authoritarian way, but with the authority that God has given them, and greet them, be friends with them, be open-hearted to them. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. Um, I'm going to invite Elizabeth to come out and join Robin. I did check with the ministry team whether that's something you might be comfortable doing. Um, and the consensus was that you would. If I did it to my wife, I'd be shot. Um, so, um, so we just want to bless you both. And just, I mean, as I say again, thank you. And whatever the future holds for you, know that you'll always have a place here. And you're always welcome here. And, and our prayers go with you and will remain with you. Um, and we just want to uphold you in prayer now. So let's just um, all pray together. If you stretch out hands, stretch them out towards Robin and Elizabeth or um, hold them up in your prayers as we, as we bring them before God together. Father God, we thank you for all you are and all you call us to be. And today we pray especially for Robin and Elizabeth. We pray that you would pour out your great blessing on them and upon their marriage. We pray that you would continue to strengthen them for your service, protect them by your spirit. And when illness strikes, Lord, we pray that you would, you would be around them as their healer and deliverer. And Father, we, we know that sometimes it's, it's difficult to move on and embrace the future. And so we just pray, Lord, that you would make clear the paths you have for both Robin and Elizabeth as they go from here that you would continue to use them in your service and for your great glory. So come, Holy Spirit, and fill Robin, fill Elizabeth. The psalmist wrote that you anoint us to the point of overflowing, and we pray that for both of them, Lord, that you would be their strength, that you would be their rock, that you would be their guide in the days to come. 
Amen. Um, we have um, some gifts for you, um, which I'm going to um, co-opt Linda into helping me with. Um, I think we got this the right way around, but Elizabeth, we got you some flowers. Uh, and Robin, we've got you some book tokens. Um, but that takes away the surprise, really, doesn't it? They, they, were, <laughs> they were well hidden in there. <laughs> Every minister loves books, you know, <laughs> shelves and shelves of the stuff, as, as you can see. Thank you very much. Give them a clap.